0: Welcome back to capes and Japes it is so dark outside here right now.
1: I'm sorry, it's still light where I am, but the sun yeah. is coming through the window, so I had to close the curtains, otherwise I would be blinded. I know
0: you you are in you are in the past
1: <laughs> um I'm so two thousand and late It's true
0: <laughs> uh welcome to our first uh post. Daylight Savings, Capes and Japes. Uh,
1: if you are in a place that does not have Daylight Savings time, congratulations.
0: Yeah, good good for you, because I'm going to be recording uh, while it's very dark outside for the foreseeable future, and I don't love that. Um, I'm also uh, upstairs, because I'm the only one home right now, and I don't want my dogs whining at my door, because they get lonely. Um...
1: But they won't know you're here if you're upstairs. They
0: they can't find me here. Um... My parents may be coming home over the course of recording this, in which case there may be dogs barking. We will see how it goes. (laughs) How are you, today?
1: Uh, been better. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, you know, every... It's, it's been kind of like that ever since I got hit by a car. So, you know, the (laughs) use.
0: That, uh, that's, that's truly a power move to pull in just any conversation. Like, well, you know, things have been a little rough since I got hit by a car. I mean, it has. It has. You're right. Um, but we're, uh, we're, we're, we're pulling through. We're persevering. Um. I am, uh, not working this week, so I forgot what day it was until this morning, when I remembered, like, oh, it's recording day. Um, and, uh, we did not have anything planned, and we have decided, uh, to talk about, uh, Thor, our friend Thor. Welcome
1: Um, to Capes and Shapes, your most last-minute podcast.
0: Sometimes listen. Sometimes we have our whole month planned out in advance, and sometimes I wake up and I'm like, "Oh, it's Monday. I forgot how time works." Um, he was like, "Well, we haven't done a Thor episode." I was like, "That doesn't seem right. We must have done Thor." And they were like, "No, we did Loki, but not Thor." And I was like, "Oh no, that does sound like us."
1: Truly, it does. <laughs>
0: It does. That's, that's on, that's on brand. That's Capes and Japes brand. TM, TM, TM. Um, but we're, uh, we're fixing that, uh, that oversight now. Almost a hundred episodes into this podcast, we are gonna talk about Thor. (laughs)
1: Look, there's a lot of people we haven't talked about yet. Comics are vast.
0: There are a lot of people. Some of them are pretty important. characters. (laughs) There's so many of them. Um, uh, Thor is the one for today. Um, so, uh, Thor, uh, Thor Odinson is one of, uh, many characters who was, uh, created in Marvel, uh, created for Marvel in the 60s, uh, by the team of... Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, um, creators of most of Marvel's most famous characters, um, he debuted in, uh, a Journey into Mystery in 1962, uh, Journey into Mystery was at the time a, um, a, uh, science fiction monster anthology book, um, which there used to be a lot more, uh, kind of anthology, like, non-superhero series. Um, and, uh, Stanley, uh, was looking for a way to, uh, kind of revitalize this series, like, come up with a new concept that would, uh, bring in new readers, uh, and it worked very well because, uh, eventually Journey into Mystery just became, like, the Thor comic. Um. I do like
1: how he's like, how do we revitalize this? What about Norse mythology?
0: Kids love Norse mythology! Um, (laughs) I mean, it worked, because they did, because, uh, people love Thor, it became, like, the main feature of this series, uh, and then ultimately, you know, got his own, uh, solo title not too long after it. Um, so, uh, Stan Lee's, uh, story of his idea for this was that, uh, he was like, okay, so we have, uh, we have the Hulk who- We've established is, like, uh, the strongest character in the Marvel world, uh, when he's in Hulk form, um, how would we make somebody powerful enough to compete with the Hulk? And he's like, well, really the only way to do that is if they are, uh, a god, um, Jack Kirby, as is usually the case, has sort of a, uh, contending story, um, because he had, uh, always had kind of, uh, an interest in Norse mythology, um, and about, uh, five, uh, five or so years earlier, um, he had done a story for DC, um, for, like, a DC anthology comic, uh, where, uh, I, like, like, maybe, uh, a cowboy or something, uh, finds, uh, Thor's hammer in, like, the desert and ends up gaining the powers of Thor, um, and, like, a lot of things about, uh, The hammer and, uh, Thor's kind of look and design were sort of similar. Um, the Thor in this, like, DC version, uh, did have, like, a full beard, which is very funny to me, um, because that seems like the more common, like, depiction of many of these Norse gods is, like, big and big, great big bushy beards, um, and uh, the idea of them being like, well... We're gonna make Thor the main character. He needs to be clean shaven, so he can resonate with the youth. <laughs> um, it's very funny to me. We
1: need um, a sleeker Thor.
0: Yeah, a, a young, svelte, sexy Thor who can someday be played by Chris Hemsworth. Um, Chris Hemsworth is not born yet, but someday um, they knew. They, they knew. knew. They, they could tell. Um. So, you know it's possible that Stanley pitched like what about Norse gods?" and Jack Kirby was like, "Oh, I actually had this idea for Thor. It's possible that you know Jack Kirby came up with the Thor pitch, and Stanley just ran with it. Nobody can really say anymore um but the point is uh Thor they write this uh they write this story about Thor, and he becomes." Basically, the lead character of Journey into Mystery. Um, the original, uh, backstory for Thor, um, and the original depiction is, uh, pretty different, um, from how he's usually seen now. Um, mostly because, uh, initially he, uh, he is a, um, a medical he's a, a doctor or medical student um named uh donald blake which is a pretty nerdy name i'm just saying <laughs> um a um a doctor named uh donald blake who uh walks with a cane which is like another we talked about this with like uh Captain Marvel Jr., and probably, like, a couple other characters, um, this is not an uncommon thing to be, like, oh, a character with a physical disability, and then they transform into a powerful superhero, um, which is not bad in and of itself, um, it's just that, like, sometimes it's, like, maybe there could be more superheroes who have physical disabilities (laughs) instead of it being, you know, A sign of, of their weakness that they overcome with their magical superpowers or something. It's just a thought. Um, but, uh, regardless, he, uh, this doctor, uh, finds Thor's, uh, hammer, um, at the time in, like, uh, in the shape of a walking stick, um... And uh and he's like, Oh to... cool. Oh see,
1: new walking a... stick.
0: Yeah, I needed a new one of these. Nice, thanks. Um but by uh striking it on the ground, he suddenly changes shape into Thor, the god of thunder. Um and he gets you know, this uh long flowing blonde hair and a big red cape and uh a helmet with wings and uh Jack Kirby-looking tunic and all this stuff, um, and then there's, like, there's a bunch of complicated rules, um, as, uh, involving, like, oh, if I, uh, if I tap Molnir on the ground, uh, once, it turns back into, uh, a cane, and I turn back into Donald Blake, but if I, you know, if I tap it on the ground three times in a row, I can, you know, summon lightning, and, like, sometimes used as, like, uh, you know, uh, a convenient weakness, like, oh no, I accidentally, like, let go of Volnir, and it fell on the ground, and now I am, uh, I'm, I'm D thored Um,
1: <laughs> Thor's that, also- this ever happened to you, you accidentally drop your hammer and suddenly you're D thored
0: Yeah, um, Thor's also one of the only, uh, not one of the only, um, most, uh, most prominent Marvel heroes are not, uh, be the caped. They are not cape wearers. Uh, Thor is w- one of the more notable ones. Um, which is, I think, kind of a, a fun, I think it's a, a good thing that distinguishes him visually a lot of the times from his, his fellow Avengers. Um... Capes are capes are not as big a statement in uh, in Marvel. Edna Mode got her hands on them. (laughs) She couldn't get to DC in time.
1: Um, DC is a is a lost cause. Yeah, Marvel, Marvel, please, no, no capes. And Thor's like, okay, but what if?
0: Oh, but I'm Thor. Um,
1: On Asgard,
0: we all wear capes anyway. Bye. (laughs) Um. So, uh, it's like. About, I think, like, over ten years or so, uh, after this, um, that, uh, they retconned this, um, to say that actually, uh, Donald Blake was always Thor, um, but, uh, Odin banished him to Earth in order to teach him humility and, like, uh, took away his memories and placed him in the body of this. Uh, medical student, uh, with a limp. Um,
1: cause I guess that's supposed to teach you humility?
0: That's, I mean, Odin's a god, so he's like, this probably seems right. I don't know. Um, also, like, what's he supposed to learn if he doesn't
1: have memories? And how did he get into med school? He doesn't have a social security number or anything.
0: <laughs> Odin, uh, d- d- generated him a social security number with, uh, with god magic. Um. Zero. zero. <laughs> this is right, right? Zero. This is how, this is how it works. Um, this, um, this does make a lot of, uh, sense, uh, in hindsight. As somebody who did not know the, uh, the original Donald Blake story, I, uh, just kind of assumed that that was, like, Thor's, uh, like, Clark Kent-style alter ego, I was like, wow, uh, Thor seems like kind of a, uh, a weird departure from the sort of, uh, Kirby Lee ethos where the whole thing was like, oh, we're gonna make, uh, superheroes, but they're gonna be, uh, like, extremely human and have very, like, relatable flaws and problems and that's why you know uh Tony Stark is such a mess um and the Fantastic Four is about you know like sort of a dysfunctional family like trying to work out their personal relationships while also like battling cosmic evil um I was like yeah you know like the 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 weird god mythology stuff seems very like uh on the level of, like, the cosmic stuff that Jack Kirby liked to do, but the character doesn't seem, uh, quite so much their, uh, their speed. Like, even, you know, the Hulk, who's a very powerful character, the whole thing was, like, when he is powerful, uh, he's not in control of himself. Um, but, uh, understanding that this is, uh, like, a, sort, a pretty regular guy who, uh, ultimately, you know, gains these powers, but is still kind of struggling with them. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Um, a lot of the, um, a lot of the Donald Blake, uh, plotline, um, is about, uh, his, uh, love for one of his coworkers, uh, Jane Foster, Um, and, uh, you know, he's like, uh, trying to admit his feelings to her, um, but he's very shy and, you know, doesn't have a lot of self confidence and he's like, oh, she probably won't like me. Um, and then now he has this whole, like, superhero thing, uh, to deal with. Womp womp. Um, so, you know, like, as, uh, is still about a very, uh, human-relatable character, which is kind of what they were going for. Um, I do think, uh, retconning it, um, ultimately it opens up a lot of other opportunities. Um, like, a lot of, uh, once- once you've said, like, oh, no- he was he was Thor the whole time. You uh can do a whole lot of other stories about, you know, like, the Norse mythology aspect of it. Um,
1: oh, you, you mean could...
0: the whole rest of Thor comics? Yeah, like, all of Thor comics after this that you couldn't do if Thor's just a guy who gets Thor powers because he'd be like, I don't know any of you people.
1: So are you the real Thor? I mean... Yes, but also I'm a normal man. I'm, yeah, the thing is... Do the other gods exist? I've never met them.
0: <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine, buddy. Um, Although if it went the other
1: way, they could have gone with, like, there's other objects that, like, you can pick up and become the other Norse gods, which would also be pretty cool.
0: That would be pretty cool, actually. That would be a pretty cool um, Thor reinterpretation. Um, <laughs> I th- JK, 2020, JK, Thor
1: was Donald Blake all along. Yeah, <laughs> <And he> actually- <laughs> All the rest of the Asgardians just kind of picked up a- the right rock one day.
0: Yeah. He got, they all got, he got his memories erased twice. Um, he was right the first time, and then they were like, oh, we erased your memory, and you're actually Thor, and then they're like, no, actually, those were wrong. Um, you have, in fact, been this medical student the whole time. Um, And he's like,
1: oh no, my loans.
0: (laughs) Ah! That's, that's the real, the real scary thing. Um, I also, I don't think I mean this isn't like a terribly hot take coming from me. I don't think like just having a super powerful character is necessarily like a bad or boring thing. Like I'm I'm a big Superman apologist. I think you can still tell <laughs> Why would you apologize for Superman? He's great. He's great. Superman's done nothing wrong. Um I I mean apologist is not the right word. I am uh, a defender of the fact that, uh, you can have characters who have, like, just a tremendous amount of power and still, um, do interesting and compelling things with them. Um, you just have to come up with creative ways to do them. Probably those things won't be, will they beat this person in a fight? Because usually the answer to that will be yes. Um, it has. It's like
1: vanilla. Vanilla is not a boring flavor.
0: Just gotta. You just gotta make the right choices. It's with just.
1: It. It's just been around for so long, and people are so used to it that they think it's a boring flavor.
0: <gasps> You're right. Um, and I think also, um, like when it's so many of the, uh, Avengers are, um, people dealing with, uh, debilitating personality flaws. And Thor is also a very flawed person, like, that's never not been true. Um, but I think it does add, you know, I think he has a place in the Avengers dynamic, um, as, uh, something of, an outsider as, like, bringing this, uh, perspective of, uh, a person with god-level power, um, from a different world, um, to the, you know, the Avengers' normal mortal conflicts. Um, he does, I don't, I don't love, uh, the silly Shakespearean dialogue. Um, I think, it is it is written more effectively in some times uh, than in others. Um, it it's uh, it's great uh, for goofs. Um, I do think after a certain point, it's like okay, Thor's been hanging out uh, on Earth with the Avengers for years now. He would talk a little bit more like a regular person.
1: You know, it would be great. Yes. Every, when he's on Earth, he talks mostly normal, but then he, like, makes a trip back to Asgard, and when he comes back, a little bit of that Shakespearean language slips back in. That's cute. And it's like, sorry, sorry, I've, I've been hanging out with my family.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just habit.
1: Oh no, my exit came back.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, he does, I think a lot of the time they have him with, like, uh, like a, slightly different, like, font.
1: Oh, yeah, they do.
0: Speech bubbles.
1: I I do like the font.
0: I do do enjoy the, like, the old-timey font.
1: It gives Um, it such,
0: like, gravitas. (laughs) It does. Um, I mean, it does, like, sort of other him from the rest of the Avengers, but also, it's fun to read. (laughs) I do like to see it. Um, he is, uh as alluded to, uh he's one of uh the uh the most powerful characters uh in the Marvel universe. Um there's some like a lot of the kind of uh Omega level X Men uh and characters like the Scarlet Witch tend to be on a a separate level because it's like, well, how do you like actually compare power levels uh when you know one of the people in the discussion can just rewrite reality with her mind um it does make it more difficult. <laughs> it does make everything kind of a challenge historically um but in terms of like physical power uh he's usually, uh, ahead of, like, most of the major characters, um, and most of the Avengers, with, like, the possible exception of, uh, Captain Marvel, um, it's a little, it's a little bit, uh, wonkier with Thor, um, one, because, like, a lot, he's a god, um, and a lot of his abilities are kind of innately, like, magical, um, so you can sort of be like, oh, Thor just, like, believes in himself really hard, um, and now he's twice as strong, (laughs) um, and that, like, you just have to be okay with that, because it's like, he has, there's magic, like, it's, it just happens. Um, and also because, uh, you know, he, um, allows him, um, he uses it to fly, and also it gives him the ability to control, uh, weather, um, and, you know, summon wind and lightning and all sorts of things. Um, but that is, like, a power that comes from, uh, this weapon that he has. Um, but also, he's, uh, the only person able to use the weapon, uh, with a few exceptions. Um, I'm
1: like, for a very long time, yes.
0: (laughs) For a very long time, yes. Um, I'm sure, um, I'm sure there's, like, an official, uh, list of people who, uh, have wielded Molnir. I know, uh... Captain America has at some point, um obviously, uh as many people know, recently uh Jane Foster um had a uh a stint as Thor, um where she picked up Mjolnir and became uh the new Thor. Um Walter Simonson, I think, um came, uh, came up with this character called, uh, Beta Ray Bill, uh, who was an alien, um, who, uh, is kind of this, like, uh, this scary-looking, kind of horse-lizard-looking, uh, guy, um. Look, he's very good. He's very good! Um... And specifically, like, designed him to be, uh, very kind of scary and ominous looking, um, so that, uh, readers would be surprised when he was, in fact, uh, very cool and chill and, uh, able to wield Molnir, worthy of wielding Molnir. Um, which, um, he gave, like, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm, uh, He gave, like, kind of an an interesting explanation of it, uh, where he was, like, you know, people have said, uh, oh, Superman, uh, they had, like, a crossover story where Superman could wield Mjolnir, and, like, they've had Captain America wield it. Um, he was like, I, like, didn't really jive with either of those, uh, because, like, like, one, Mjolnir is, like, a war weapon, like, made for violence, uh, and Superman's whole thing is that, uh, he doesn't kill, so it feels weird to give him this weapon, and also he doesn't need it anyways. Um, and, And also, you know, since
1: it's a magic weapon, wouldn't that technically weaken him?
0: I mean, I don't think, I don't think magic <laughs> innately weakens him. I just think magic can be used to
1: weaken him? Mm, interesting.
0: Um, and then he was also, like, and, you know, like, Captain America would, uh, be worthy, but also this is, like, Captain America's whole thing is about, like, America and his connection to, like, American, you know, history. Um, and it seems like, like, wielding this Norse weapon uh, wouldn't really make sense with his whole deal. Um, so I came up with this guy, uh, Beta Ray Bill. Um, and, uh, he continues to be one of, uh, Thor's friends and allies. Um. Do you want to know something weird? I do. So
1: I went to see if, like, I could find a complete list. Uh Uh-huh. The first article for who has wielded Thor's hammer is from... (laughs) businessinsider.com? Okay. I don't know why, but it's a 2015 article called Nine Characters Who Have Been Able To Lift Thor's Hammer. And the first thing it says is, warning, there are some spoilers if you haven't seen Avengers Age of Ultron. I don't know what Business Insider was up to in 2015, but apparently it was this.
0: (laughs) The business of Thor. It's but like, yeah,
1: num- number one, there that there's Beta
0: Ray Bill. <laughs> Our good pal Beta Ray Bill. Um, uh, yeah. So, um, there's also the, um, because, uh, Thor, Thor was sort of created, uh, with the Hulk in mind with, like, uh, apparently with, like, the concept of, like, how would you go about creating a character that's stronger than the Hulk, this character that we already created to be, like, the strongest guy, um, and, you know, as a result of that sort of history, there's, uh, kind of this ongoing, not rivalry, but there's been a lot of, like, Thor versus Hulk, like, who would win, uh, fight, um, under various circumstances, um, you know, which have been very clearly alluded to in the MCU, um, that, uh, like, you know, oh, the Hulk, like, you lose control and Thor has to try to stop him, um, that, that sort of thing. Um, he has, like, uh, kind of a, uh, similar sort of, uh, friendship slash rivalry with, uh, the Marvel version of Hercules, um, mostly because they're like, hey, we're both comic book versions of mythological characters, uh, we gotta fight and or team up now, um, they've mostly, they've mostly teamed up, um, they've, they've, you know, uh, helped each other, helped each other out of some, uh, Some spots. Um, and, you know, obviously he is, uh, one of the founding, uh, members of the Avengers. Uh, so I think like about a year or so after Thor is introduced, um, they, uh, come up with this, uh, Avengers origin story where, uh, Loki tricks the Hulk into going on a rampage, um, and then a bunch of superheroes have to team up, uh, to stop the Hulk. Um, and then, uh, they're all sort of like, hey, we should do this more often. (laughs) This was very effective when we all worked together. Um, like, most of, uh, a lot of the, uh, early Thor stuff, um, was, uh, there's a lot about, you know, his, uh, his romance with Jane. Oh, I just, I just absentmindedly took out my slime. I need to put that away. That's not going to be good audio. (laughs) Get out of here, slime. No slime
1: here. Slime, not worthy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, absolutely not. Um, but, uh, a lot of the, uh, early Thor stuff was about, like, uh, his relationship with Jane. Um, he ends up, you know, uh, traveling, uh, he ends up having to, like, kind of choose between, like, you know, uh, loving this mortal woman or continuing to, you know, be Thor. Um, Loki is uh, is introduced very early as, you know, Thor's kind of, uh, main antagonist, um, creates, uh, or leads to the creation of, uh, a bunch of Thor's other main antagonists. Um, a lot of, of this early stuff, uh, is just, like, Thor, uh, fighting Loki or, like, a a bunch of fairly unrelated, uh, villains, um, most of whom have names like the Tomorrow Man and the Radioactive Man and the Lava Man. Um, uh, the Enchantress, uh, is one who's introduced early, who kind of, uh, maintains, uh, a presence, throughout, uh, the rest of, uh, Thor comics, who he also has kind of a weird, like, on-again, off-again, like, love-hate romance with, um... Yeah, kind of unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not, a lot of it's not, uh, great. Um, his, uh, his, his romance with, uh, Jane Foster and uh comes to an end. Uh she like fails uh a, a a trial to be like you know what like prove herself like worthy of of you know loving an Asgardian or like whatever Asgardian bullshit. Terrible. Um, yeah, and he uh after that most of uh his r- romantic life centers around uh the, uh, the Asgardian warrior, uh, Sith, um, who he, you know, again, like, kind of, like, on-again, off-again romances, uh, throughout his existence, uh, pretty much after they, uh, establish, like, oh, uh, Thor's actually been, uh, he's been Thor the whole time, um, he's not a guy who got Thor powers. He's Thor, um... And who he, got well, guy powers. He's Thor who got guy powers. <laughs> he got all the powers of Guy and Thor. Um. Thor guy. Yeah, I think, uh, that is, uh, sort of the point at which, like, uh, most of, uh, Thor's adventures, uh... When he's not, you know, on, like, Avengers business, uh, become, like, largely focused on, like, Asgard and things, uh, connected to Asgard, um, mostly because Thor doesn't have, like, any, you know, pre-existing connections, uh, to anything on Earth, uh, like, he, he, likes Earth and he cares about it a lot and it's kind of, you know, something of a point of contention in his complicated relationship with his father that, like, oh, you know, he, like, has this split loyalty between, like, Earth and Asgard. Um, it turns out that his, uh, biological mother is, like, uh, the, the goddess Gaia. um, the Earth goddess Gaia, which is like, oh, that's, uh, that's why. She has this, like, fondness for Earth. It's like, hey. I mean. I guess. Sure, I guess. Yeah, whatever. Um. He really, loves
1: all of his moms.
0: He loves every mom. Thor drinks respecting women juice every day of his life. Um. But, uh, so, a, a lot of his, like, uh, like, again, he does a lot of stuff with the Avengers. He has, like, him and, uh, Iron Man and Captain America become sort of this, like, central, uh, Avengers kind of trinity. Um, and he's, you know, pretty close friends with, with the two of them. Um, but, uh, most of his, uh, solo stuff, uh, ends up centering around, uh, Asgard nonsense because There's a lot, there's a lot going on over there, uh, with those (laughs) guys. He's got a, um, he's got a very complicated family tree. Um, he's got, uh, this, you know, pretty, uh, complicated relationship with his father. Um, he's got this extremely complicated relationship with Loki. Uh, One of, uh, one of the most confusing, certainly the most confusing relationship in Thor's life. One of the most confusing relationships in comics. Um, where he's like, oh, he's my arch enemy, but also he's my brother. And I don't, like, I don't really want it, like, I feel bad when he dies, but sometimes he just, like, fucks stuff up so bad that I really want him to die. And also... He's lying all the time, so it's constantly unclear if he's, like, changed sides, or if he's just trying to psych me out. (laughs) Um, but, you know, that's, uh, that's just Loki for ya. Um, and then, uh, a whole host of other, uh, Asgardian characters, uh, many of whom are also related to him in some way, uh, several of whom are evil, um, all of which have, like, varying degrees of, like, uh, resemblance to the actual mythology that they're based on. (laughs) Some Uh, of them have
1: hardly any at
0: all. Many of them are just truly, just, just absolutely... Nothing there uh to go off um but you know such uh such Su- is life and such
1: are comics
0: such such are comics, truly. the thing about using like mythological characters for comic books is that like mythology and comics are like pretty equally kind of buck wild they're the same thing. They're same thing is the thing about it. So, um, Thor can have this, like, extremely, uh, confusing relationship with his brother, and comics are like, yeah, you know what? Feels like comics. <laughs> yeah, that feels right. That feels, uh, about right.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful. Mythology, comics, and soap operas are all the same thing.
0: they are- <laughs> They're all the same thing. If you can follow one of these, you can figure the rest out. (laughs) Um, there's... Yeah, Asgard ends up being, uh, the center of, like, quite a few, uh, like, major crossover events. Um, uh, including one where, uh... It gets destroyed, and then, uh, Thor (laughs) rebuilds it, uh, floating over Oklahoma, um, and while he was off doing all this with Asgard, Civil War happened, uh, and, uh, he gets pretty upset, (laughs) uh, finding out that, you know, uh... His friends had an argument so bad that they, like, destroyed superhero culture. Um. And several superheroes. Yeah. Um, and also they did, um, he did clone Thor. He did clone Thor to help with the pro registration thing, which Thor is not super pleased about. Thor shows up, like, what the fuck? He's like, hey, um,. And Tony, like, goes to Thor and he's like, okay, um, you can't just put Asgard over Oklahoma. Well, you can't
1: just clone me, Tony!
0: Yeah, and also you have to register with the government now. Um, and Thor goes, ha Are you kidding? I'm Thor. (laughs) Try and stop me. Also, Um, what do
1: you mean, register with the government? (laughs) I'm Thor. Everybody knows who I am. I'm
0: Thor. I'm Thor. That's literally I don't have anything else. I'm the only Thor. Um, for now. For now, yeah. Um oh, there here come dogs. Um and Tony goes like, "Okay, uh 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 well, I guess since Asgard is uh floating, it's uh not on US Soil, so the Registration Act doesn't count. So it's not, uh, that Thor could kick my ass. (laughs) It's that it doesn't count. So, uh, have fun, Thor. Um, I
1: found a technicality so I don't have to fight Thor. I don't have to fight Thor
0: because I would lose.
1: American Uh, government, if you want to fight Thor, be my guest. Uh. But here is this... Helpful technicality, just in case you don't want to fight Thor.
0: <laughs> I assume you don't. Um, in a... Nobody
1: actually wants to fight Thor except for his brother.
0: And even then,
1: he knows he won't win in a straight-up fight. No, that's why he always cheats. And does, uh... like, weird roundabout shit. And he's yeah. like, maybe I can get him swallowed, by a giant snake.
0: <laughs> and then I will win. Like the Maybe snake... I
1: can release an evil squirrel god and that'll fuck shit up.
0: That'll, maybe that'll just fuck some shit up and Thor will die in the process? I don't know.
1: I don't know, but this one's gonna be a long one and then by the time it happens I'll have forgotten.
0: It's <laughs> fine, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. loki um, in, uh, the past uh five years or so, uh, as mentioned previously, um, Thor uh loses uh Molnir, um because of uh something Nick Fury says that uh, you know, implies that uh no god is worthy of mortal admiration. Um and <laughs> Thor's like, damn you right. Damn, you got me. Um and uh jane foster ends up uh just picking up molnier and uh becoming thor um thankfully and like very specifically just thor not like thorina thor or thorina Thorette or lady thor um miss thor yeah she's just thor um And, uh, that rules. Um, and Thor, uh, loses an arm and, uh, gets an axe, uh, and starts, uh, still fighting evil but going by, uh, Odinson. Um, and, uh, writes, Jason Aaron has been, uh, writing on Thor for a while and currently he's doing his kind of, like, uh, Swan song um for that, which is uh King Thor, um which is like a mini series I think about like uh Thor uh in the future um and uh is kind of like just uh tying the past few years of uh Thor history together. Um, I have not picked it up. I've read, like, some of, like, Jason Aaron's stuff on Thor, and I've liked it. I have not, like, uh, kept up with it religiously, uh, even though I should. But this does look pretty cool. It seems like he's done some cool stuff. Um, and, um, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I like Thor. I truly uh, did not have a whole lot of interest in him, uh, before the MCU, um, and then he was my favorite Avenger, uh, so I'm a fake Thor fan, I guess, but, uh, <laughs> I do love him. I to do be love fair, to Chris him.
1: Hemsworth gives a pretty compelling performance.
0: Chris Hemsworth adds a, a level to the character, uh, that I had not- previously imagined um and we are all grateful for him also thor never
1: dated storm in the comics
0: apparently
1: i uh, th- this is the greatest
0: <laughs> the greatest point of consternation <laughs> in capes and japes history this is the most we should have started out with this at the top of the episode thor has never dated aurora munro somehow god <sighs> um but uh Yeah, we, uh, we love Thor. Um, did you have, uh, anything else to mention? Any comics to talk about? Any, uh, announcements to make?
1: Now I'm just like, is there an an announcement that I have to make? Oh god, what am I forgetting?
0: (laughs) I wasn't, I wasn't thinking you did. I just wanted to (laughs) put that out there just in case. Um, in
1: college, I read a bunch of, like, old event, like, 1960s Avengers comics. Hell yeah. And Thor was very good in them. <laughs> so if you want some good Thor content, I do recommend reading, like, the old Avengers comics. Hell um, yes. It's been so long. I need to, like, try to get at those again. Extremely good
0: god we we do we
1: do love him, but unfortunately, I have not read any new comics uh except i mean I check please updated that was good <laughs> <laughs> it's extremely oh, yeah. cute we love them <laughs> i love I love these boys, and they love each other <laughs> it's a it's a good comic. Good, you can read it for free online, but there's also books that you can buy uh
0: anyway, did you read comics um i uh did i did not have a lot of comics uh this week uh because it was what it was uh what we in the biz call a fifth week um ah yes, yes. Um, there was We've a, been having a lot of those, haven't we? Yeah, it feels like it. Um, there was a, um, a Batman annual, um, which was a, uh, a very nice, uh, story, some good Alfred content that I enjoyed and got emotional about, um- there was a, uh, Nightwing annual, which I did not buy, I just flipped through in the comic book store, because it was like, oh, it's me, Rick Grayson, and, uh, I'm thinking about all the things people told me about my past life that I don't remember. My name remember. is Rick Grayson, and I'm here to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, the worst plot development in a major way. Um, it was all just like, here's all this stuff. That, uh, used to be good about Nightwing, but now he doesn't remember it anymore. Um, and I'm like, you can't pull this on me, Nightwing team. You can't make me care about Rick Grayson by telling me about all the things I don't have anymore. (laughs) Whatever. It's still the
1: same guy?
0: No. 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 Next year. Next year, he'll be defeated.
1: Um. Points aggressively at microphone. No. No!
0: You can't um, see it, but I'm pointing aggressively. <laughs> I can hear it in your voice. Um, also, uh, New Runaways, which I do love. Um, and I did, I know I mentioned I picked this up. Um, I read uh, Hazel New uh No Ivy League uh, pretty much uh, in one sitting uh, because... I could not sleep. Um, and I was like, I'll just read, like, a chapter of this. And then I, like, read the whole thing. Um, congratulations. You've fallen
1: into the ploy that we have all fallen into at one point or more in our Uh, lives. Yes.
0: Um, but it was, uh, it was very, very good. Um, a, like, a very, uh, kind of grounded teen memoir. Um, this, like, really nice kind of monochrome watercolor art, um, and, you know, just kind of, uh, a genuine look at, you know, uh, racism and, uh, classism, uh, from the perspective of a, uh, fairly sheltered, affluent, uh, white teen discovering these things for the first time in her life. Um, it's, uh, it's a very, it's a, a very good, uh, well-told story, um, and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, that, uh, that's all I had to say. Um, if you want to, uh, keep up with us, chat with us, uh, See what we're doing, see episodes when they come out. You should, uh, follow us on the internet. We have, uh, Twitter, a Tumblr, a Facebook, an Instagram, a Pinterest. Um, you can, uh, find all those at Capes and Japes. Um, we have a Discord server that you should come and join. Um, it's very fun. It's a cool place to be. We got memes. We got, uh, comics news. We got, We got whatever you could need. Um, we have a Patreon if you want to support us on there. Um, you can get, uh, bonus episodes. You can join us for movie nights. You can help us pick what we talk about. Um, we just last week recorded a, uh, Halloween bonus episode where we, uh, read some, like, old DC Halloween specials. Um, and there was some pretty wild stuff in there. Um... (laughs) <laughs> if uh you can't do Patreon, you still want to support us. Uh we'd love to get ratings and reviews um on your podcast listening platform um or tell a friend. Yes.
1: I don't know if we say that enough.
0: Hey, tell a friend. Um tell a friend to listen to the show if you think they would like it or if if you're not sure, if you think maybe they'd like it, you should tell them. Um and, you know, just keep on, uh, coming back and listening and joining us, uh, being, being cool. Um, thank you for being cool on today's episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion.
1: And, as always, kiss me sexy Batman.
0: Kiss me sexy Batman.